Hey everyone, this is Kenny Chapman from Our Cartoons. We're the best doing a Chris Thomas-less intro. It, it feels weird, it feels wrong, but uh, it's a little bit of a crazy time right now. We're trying to be as safe as possible. So uh, as you may know, everything going on with COVID-19 has made the podcast a little bit harder. And it's a little bit of a tougher time for everybody, but we wanted to take a step back. We wanted to do what we do best and, and talk about nostalgia, talk about when we were younger, when we were kids. So. Uh, we wanted to do something special during this time, and, and because of that, we enlisted all of our friend of the pods, all the friends we could, to do a little special bonus pod for you guys. So what you're going to hear next is a collection of stories from our friends on their favorite moment growing up with a cartoon. It could be a moment they had watching it. It could be something that actually happened on the screen. We're hoping to have a really fun, nice mix. but. Hopefully you'll get to share some of those memories with them. You'll get to laugh at some of the embarrassing moments I know are coming up and also maybe relive and think about some of those old cartoons that we love so much. So hopefully you'll hear from Chris at the end here, but until then, our cartoons were the best. Hi, my name is Megan Malone and uh, I can't say favorite, but one of my most memorable cartoon moments as a kid was from the original Pokemon series where I think the episode is called goodbye or bye-bye Butterfree where Ash has to let his uh, friend go and mate with another Butterfree across the sea or something. I just remember a really heartfelt moment on a cliffside where he lets the Butterfree go and the Butterfree goes and joins his, his girlfriend and a bunch of other Butterfreeze and they fly off majestically into the horizon and I just thought that was really beautiful and I'm I'm pretty sure I cried uh, but it was a good time. Hi my name is Alex Hopkins and my favorite cartoon moment is an episode of Fairly Odd Parents where Cosmo finds a nickel and he's so enamored by it that he decides to give it a name, Philip. The only problem is that it's a girl nickel, and you know, back in the day, a girl nickel couldn't be named Philip. Uh, and then by the end of the episode, Vicky takes his nickel and he just screams out the nickel's name in agony, like he's just lost everything. And I'm not even gonna try to do an impression because I would be doing Cosmo a disservice. My, my parents didn't have cable when I was growing up, so I didn't watch a ton of the cartoons that most of my friends referenced. Like, I don't know jack about Spongebob, but I would go over to my friend's house and we would watch Kim Possible together. You know, it was always the show that I picked and she would, she liked it too. And she knew that I wasn't watching cartoons, so we would watch it together. And, um, you know, I really loved Kim. She's super cool, badass, you know, smoking hot, um, which at the time I didn't realize I cared about. And then, you know, tying right into that, I loved when this one villain, Shigo, was involved in the episode. Again, badass, smoking hot, unrealistic body, um, packed into this neon green and black skin-tight suit. She's got this flowing black hair, green stuff that comes out of her hands when she's fighting Kim. Um, and, and I didn't realize how much or why I loved these fight scenes so much, but it's, it's definitely because it turns out that I'm very gay. Okay, so my favorite cartoon moment from when I was a kid was from Spongebob, which obviously there's lots from Spongebob that I love, um, but one stands out in particular, it's when Spongebob and Patrick are stranded somewhere, and they see a big boulder and Spongebob runs up to it crying, he's like, it's not just a boulder, it's a rock! And he's like, the pioneers used to 
uh, ride these babies for miles and uh, they uh, like turn a rock into a car. It's the most bizarre, stupid thing. Um, but it also made me never really look at boulders the same because that line just plays in my head when I see them. This is my favorite cartoon moment from when I was a kid. My favorite cartoon of all time was Edda and Eddie, and my favorite character from that show was Rolf. And one episode in particular, Eddie insults Rolf, and then he challenges him to a duel over a giant pit using huge macro fish to beat each other senselessly. And it's just so over the top and ridiculous. And of course, my favorite line is Rolf just saying, You dare insult the son of a shepherd? Hey, this is Kenny here again. I, I figured I had to tell my story since we're asking all of our friends to do the same. So mine centers around Ed and Eddie. And if anyone's familiar with the show, I'm sure you're familiar with the constant obsession with jawbreakers, the need for jawbreakers, the, the, the 50 cents or maybe it was 25 cents that was needed to get and possess one of these things that would take all the time away. It would be like eating candy for hours and hours and hours. Well, I had a little bit of a different reaction to this. I, I, one episode, I think specifically where they saw jawbreakers were on sale at the store, they, they tried to do everything they could to possibly get them. And of course, I think managed to fail in all, all cases, but there was something about the physics of Ed and Eddie that was always a little off. It was always stretched and pushed a little bit too much. So when one of the characters actually put a jawbreaker in their mouth, it, it, the jawbreaker in their mouth took up three or four times size their head. It, it was it was unreal, it was ridiculous. And it actually like made me wince. It made me never actually want to try a, a jawbreaker. And if you do go to some of those novelty stores and everything, you'll see those jawbreakers. And they are really, really big, nowhere near the size they are in Ed, Ed and Eddie. But I was actually too afraid to ever actually have one. I, I've never had a, a jawbreaker, at least in that form to this day. It's it, I'm worried it's going to actually break my mouth for many reasons. I, I don't have any interest in it. And I don't at all uh, live under the world of trying to get one uh, like the Ed and Eddie brothers do. So that's my memory is the show that obsessed and idolized candy and a person who obsessed and idolized candy and me couldn't ever have a jawbreaker because the physics of the world actually ruined it for me. The, 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 the cheek pain just from watching the show was too extreme for me to bear. So that's mine. Hey guys, it's Will. Uh, there's so much I could talk about. I'd love to talk about the SpongeBob Krusty Krab pizza episode, uh, the Hey Arnold opera episode, but the thing I'm going to focus on today is the Rugrats vacation episode, specifically the intro, which is the two-minute setup with the song Vacations All I've Ever Wanted by the Go-Go's. For some reason, this episode really stuck with me, and so I went back and watched the intro as an adult, and I've got some key takeaways. Takeaway one bold choice from the parents to choose Las Vegas as a vacation destination for them and their babies. Look, I've never been to Vegas. I can't claim to know much about it besides the cliches that people say. But going off of this show that was so impactful in my life, I have to assume that Las Vegas is a great place to take your babies. And I look forward to whenever I'm lucky enough to have a kid to take them to Vegas in an RV in my own time. Uh, another takeaway I had, um, in the intro, Angelica, who some may remember, packed a suitcase filled with chocolate chip cookies. Uh, an awesome play, probably great for the RV, but I do question where she got the cookies from and why no one supervised to check maybe her briefcase, see if she packed well enough. 
Um, so there's that. Also, just RV in general. Where were they coming from? Is Vegas a great town to leave an RV? I don't know. These are all more, I guess, adult questions I've had when I rewatched it. But for whatever reason, that intro stuck with me. It's exhilarating. I highly recommend everyone just Google Rugrats Vegas. Watch the intro yourselves. Text me your thoughts. Text Kenny and Chris your thoughts.、Um, but yeah, that is my memory. Hey guys, this is Steven、um, from Pittsburgh, PA.、Uh, I'm just gonna talk a bit about my、uh, favorite animation moment from when I was a kid. So this is kind of a weird one, but I, I really remember watching the show Cyber Chase on PBS, and I think it, I think I was watching the first episode. It was a brand new show, and it came on after this other, other show called Zoom. But、um, I, I was watching it, and、uh, you know. It、had this really cool voice、um, for the for the for the digit is his name. So D- digit was like this almost parrot character with a hot with like a, this this hat.、And、I just loved his voice. I couldn't get enough of it, and I was like, oh man, this is such a cool show. And like it just totally made me、uh, fall in love with the world and made it like entertaining and fun to watch and just all the all the characters and, and design. And it, but but that voice really kind of brought me in originally and.、Um, Looking back, it's it's funny. I, I learned later that that's actually Gilbert Gottfried, and you know, I, at the time, I did not make the connection between,、um, you know, between the fact that Gilbert Gottfried also, you know, voiced the parrot in Aladdin and had this really cool、uh, resume of a bunch of other work. But、um, at the time, I was just like, oh, this character just brought me into the whole world so well, and、um, it's just so cool how animation and you know, especially kids animation can. Uh, be brought to life with just some really cool voice actors. So,、uh, yeah, that's my memory. Thanks, guys. Hi, my name is Nikki, and my favorite cartoon moment from my childhood is this one scene from the Jimmy Neutron movie, where the kids need to save their abducted parents in space, but they don't have spaceships. So, in order to make spaceships, they go to a theme park and they. Uh, they like take the theme park rides and they turn them into spaceships. And、uh, there's this one particular shot that has always stuck with me, and that is the shot of the Ferris wheel dislodging itself from the ground and tons of kids sitting on the Ferris wheel while it spins and shoots into space. And、uh, Kids in America, the song plays in the background, and.、Uh, Yeah, that one's that one's just always stuck with me. Alrighty,、uh, this is Robert Adler, a friend of the pod, a longtime fan of the pod.、Um, I think one of my favorite cartoon memories from my childhood is actually、uh, Lilo and Stitch the series,、um, which is a spinoff of obviously Lilo and Stitch the movie.、Um, I. I have a lot of good memories of it because my sister and I used to watch it together. It was one of the only shows we both really liked,、um, and it was super fun. I mean, the whole thing about it was that like every single week,、uh, Lilo and Stitch would have to find another experiment to like capture and rehabilitate, and it was a cute show.、Um, they did it for quite a bit.、Um, I think maybe a few years.、Um, and yeah, my sister and I loved watching it together, and so so yeah, always good memories of that one. Hey everyone, it's me, Chris, and I'm wrapping up the pod with my memory.、Uh, I'm going to choose Teen Titans because that is probably my favorite show,、uh, one that we've never covered on the pod. But I'm certainly excited to see where it ends up on the rankings because obviously I'm only half of the rankings. 
uh, for this show. We'll see what Kenny thinks. But that is for another day. Um, I love Teen Titans just because of how um, much it can just really change uh, really quickly. There's this really dark, continuous storyline revolving their main character, their main villain, Slade, and how he's just terrorizing them. It's very scary. Uh, There's like an Armageddon, like end of the world sort of thing happening towards the end of the series. And all that is to say, I really love the episodes where it's just really quirky and comic book-esque and super fun. I'm thinking mostly of like the Mad Mod episodes. Um, I believe Mad Mod was the first episode I've ever seen of the show, and I just loved how weird it got. And it was essentially kind of a Mysterio vibe. It was a guy kind of um, using smoke and mirrors to fool these guys. And it was also this really weird British villain. And I didn't know at the time, but there were a lot of Beatles references. The second episode he's in is basically a huge parody of Hard Day's Night. The first is just Yellow Submarine. And of course, those were going over my head at the time, but I just really loved it. And I loved how unpredictable it could be. And I felt like it was just so imaginative. And yeah, so Teen Titans is probably my favorite show, not only just because of the characters, but because of what the writers were willing to do with those characters. So yeah, it wasn't exactly a specific memory, I guess, but uh, you know, I loved that episode in particular of Mad Mod, and I loved Teen Titans. That was something I really enjoyed watching growing up. In addition to all these other shows mentioned today, um, thank you to everyone who sent in a memory. I thought this was a great idea. Thanks to Kenny for coming up with it. And yeah, we might do more of these in the future while we're still figuring out this whole um, COVID thing going on. Uh, We have a couple more episodes that we were able to record before uh, the coronavirus took over everything. So I think we can definitely get those out. Um, But in the meantime, we'll just have to figure out what to do next. So thanks again to everyone for sending in the memories. Thank you to Aaron Nydick for the awesome artwork, as always. Um, Thanks to Harold's Glow-in-the-Dark Butter, because in a time like this, we need all the light we can get. If, uh, if you have any memories that you would like to share yourself, uh, please tweet us at OCWTBPod on Twitter. Um, if you would like to see where all of the shows mentioned today ended up on our big Golden Age ranking list, please visit ourcartoonswerethebest.weebly.com. That's also where you can find all of our newest episodes. Uh, Inspector Gadget's up there now, the Tex Avery Show. And, you know, in the meantime... Keep on watching shows. Uh, There's a lot of new stuff on Netflix. Avatar's back, I guess, which is super cool. And uh, until then, our cartoons were the best.